0: Numbers. Numbers describe the situation in a way that no other descriptors can. Numbers tell us who's going to be the next president. Numbers tell us who's better among two evenly matched volleyball teams. Numbers tell us who wins the next Miss Universe pageant, and numbers let us know if we have been effective with our experiences like college, internships, work, and even personal life. I don't really like solving for numbers, but I do love reading and interpreting them. So let me introduce the guest for today's episode with Numbers. For 5 years, he took up Master of Arts in Communication, major in Integrated Marketing Communication at the University of Asia and the Pacific. For 2 years, he learned tons from his internships, and for 13 years and counting, he's plied his trade at Procter and Gamble. The guest for this episode is Arthur Pena. What did you what do you have in common with your 18-year-old self?
1: What do I have in common? Maybe the, the first part is uh, let's say let's start with a personal attitude. The the first thing I could think of is uh, that inquisitive nature. But when I turned 18 and just first when I first entered college, uh, it was the time for me that I always asked questions. I mean, not verbally, but like just trying to figure out how at that time the inquisitive nature was demonstrating. Just trying to figure out what to do in life, um, which is slightly different now. I still have that inquisitive nature now, but it's about trying to figure out uh, how to not navigate life, but uh, how to do what I want in life even more uh, is, the, is the bigger question or inquisitive nature on how can I make things better uh, is something I am doing now. The second one is, I, at 18, I already figured out that I was a creature of habit, so discipline was crucial. Uh, I think there, there, there are two sides of the same coin, uh, habit and discipline. Because I although the priorities were different then and now, but uh, it was a crucial it was a crucial trait at that time because uh, I I needed to balance a lot of things uh, when I entered college. I I went full load, 18 to 21 minutes per sem, which translates to 7 to 8 subjects uh, 1.5 hours, no 3 hours per week on, uh, each subject um, and now uh, that balance is helping me when I balance career and life uh, because you have limited hours in a day and uh, it, And for me uh, making choices uh, based on discipline and habits is not just about what you want to do but it's also about making choices on what you don't want to do uh, and saying no because they don't fit your priorities.
0: For the amount of years he's been alive, Arthur has been in constant search for balance between all of his commitments.
1: Now, to your second question, uh, if I were to create, or if I were to create yeah, an ad about me, yeah, what about would your copy me, be? Uh, um If I were to create an ad about me, maybe like, let, let's talk about the topic, and then I'll I'll I'll, I'll form the copy. Maybe the, the topic will mostly be about balance, uh, which is something I, I've been trying to achieve uh, in my life and, and something I espouse for. Um, balance in terms of how I think, balance in terms of how I do recommendations at work, balance in terms of how I do the things in life, uh, sports, uh, being a partner, being a family member, being a friend, and an employee. So the copy would be, I don't I don't know my name in there. Uh, but like, ano epitaph uh, but like uh, something along the lines of really bad at copywriting. Uh, but something on. Um, he lived. Uh, he's been. Uh, he's been trying to search for balance, uh, and he hopes to uh, give the universe the balance it needs right now.
0: To sell well with advertising, Arthur explains the two factors that make an ad great.
1: Sige. What makes a great ad? Um, the there are def- different frameworks uh, you can you can probably even you talk to someone on advertising uh, or marketing for that matter. But for me personally, uh, two crucial components I look at the two the two eyes eh, uh, idea insight. Uh, because sometimes, uh, there, are, there are ads with great ideas na walang inside. insight and, and that's possible. So first, is a great idea, uh, an idea that, uh, that is new, but by the way, when I say you've not necessarily never been thought of, but maybe like reapplied to your brand or category which hasn't been used before, uh, and makes people interested uh, in your communication. But the second part I always check would be insight. Insight related to the consumer, the customer, or the person uh, that makes the material relatable. Um, translated to layman's term, it could be an emotion, it could be a rational expression, something provoke provoking. So it pwede siyang, pwede siyang, Got, if, if you were to, to use that uh, colloquial term. So yeah, I think those are like the crucial parts to a great piece of communication. And of course, uh, the great execution uh, via production is uh, is is crucial to bring that to life.
0: Data tells a unique story. Arthur uses his inquisitive nature and quantitative approach in the work he does at PNG.
1: What's my exact role is I, I am a group media director. Uh, so the basic, the fundamental job of uh, someone who does media for, uh, for an advertiser uh, where I work for is uh, we determine the best media by the best media spot, the best use of data uh, where your where the ad would air, right? So let's say, at which specific TV spot uh, a commercial would air, or like at which part of your YouTube or iVideo or Facebook uh, spot or impression. That's, that's, uh, uh, that's why I say yes or no. At the
0: start of his so far 13-year journey, Arthur took on the challenge of creating an impact that he and his colleagues could be proud of.
1: I won't call it, I won't call it. Maybe the biggest challenge uh, for, for anyone uh, who is in a multinational company would be defining. For me, it's, it, it's, uh, it's always about defining what you want to achieve or how you want to contribute to the business in the next like two to three years. It's a, I, I call it like a, more than a struggle, I call it a challenge uh, because typically you you, uh, you stay for that number of years uh, within a role and that's a crucial part of uh, that's a crucial exercise for, for anyone to do because that will set the tone of what you do on a day-to-day basis.
0: CoVID has affected organizations both small and large. Another challenge that Arthur has in his job is the ever-changing landscape of the market and how the team can remain agile to keep their executions accurate.
1: For me, the most challenging part is uh, the pace of change happening uh, in the market, in the market landscape, specifically. Uh, uh, and how consumers use uh, media, touch, media touch points or media platforms. That's the most challenging part because uh, let me let me cite an example. Let's say you have a, you need to communicate to a group of consumers, right? So for you to deliver your business objectives. What do you usually we, of course you have to be data based about it, right? So you use past data. To, to tell you oh, how much to spend on this specific medium, uh, how, what type of asset or communication material to use, etc. And you use past data for that, right? Now, if because the market is changing rapidly, imagine, you of course, you plan in advance, right? Let's say you're planning something six months from now but the market is changing rapidly so there are some parts that you would need to change a bit pivot a bit shift a bit Uh, maybe like 70 to 80 percent would be as planned but as you go as you go with as you go closer to execution you tweak some of your media executions already and i would say to concretize the pandemic the quarantine is the perfect example of that one right Uh, imagine March 2020 we were all at from being outside we were all at home Uh, we were all in lockdown Uh, so there was a change in how you watch you would ask yourself there was a change in how you watch TV there was a change in how you consume um Digital, i.e. mobile or or, or I buy a mobile phone or the internet via your uh, your desktop or your laptop, and then add to that a different dimension of the major, the biggest TV network losing its franchise. So imagine the impact to to the consumer landscape. So to answer your question, I think that's really the most exciting part uh, of, of of the job. Uh, because you have to have a certain level of judgment based on data, but you have to be agile enough to take a leap of faith and say where the landscape would be by the time you execute.
0: To get to the point that he's gotten to today, Arthur did not cover up the inquisitive nature he started with.
1: When, you, when you're new in a company, uh, you don't know everyone. Right by, by name and by face. So I've been. I I would say probably I've been in meetings or maybe uh, uh, maybe others or maybe meetings or maybe like mo, and you didn't realize that the, the person you are that you are talking to is like someone big in the company or someone of a high position. Uh, I find it. I usually find it funny because, um, that when, when you're new, you, you 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 are not afraid to speak your mind. Uh, let me rephrase. When you are new and you're and you're and you and you do not know the, the rank of the person you're talking to. You freely you speak your mind freely, right? And then without, then you realize that you, oh, that someone, that person is someone of a, of a high position. And I and I found it funny because uh, when then I find when I when you find when you eventually find out that that person is of a high position or someone respected in the company, but you think then you realize so there's really nothing to be afraid of if you think about them. Then you realize, just forget the ranks, forget the titles. If you have a valid opinion, if you if you have something to say, if it really matters, it doesn't matter who you're talking to. So yeah, so yeah, I, I find it funny because uh, when I was starting, it was something I was conscious of. And then I realized, you, when you start talking and you don't think of that, you, you're actually becoming yeah. productive at work.
0: So let's look at his thoughts on how his college experience helped him develop. Arthur didn't know what he wanted to do when he first got into college. So in his second year, he asked himself the question, What do I enjoy doing?
1: When I entered UENP, I mean, I was very fortunate that I didn't have to choose my course in my first year. Because initially, I was really planning to take up Industrial Economics, which was uh, the flagship course of UNP. But uh, in my second year, uh, I it went down to I asked myself. It went down to asking myself one fundamental question: What do you want to do? What What do you What do I want to What What did I enjoy most doing? Right. So. The answer I I had then was I needed to have a balance of quantitative, which was the left brain, which was which was by the way a check if I if I if I did the the economics program, but I wanted something where uh, the creative part uh, would be taken care of, uh, and hence I chose communication. Uh, because it is it is still a business course. You, there was there were lots of quantitative, but uh, I thought there was a lot of space on uh, there was a lot of space for uh, for creativity uh, on big idea generation based on uh, understanding the consumers, which are which are by the way needed to be based on quantitative facts also, uh, and then. The minor one uh, is uh, the the master of program, which was designed for uh, being in an internship in a a company for, during my time to say, a nine-month internship.
0: If Arthur could go back in time, he would place a bigger emphasis on something he believes would be more useful to him today. Years. Would you um would you take up a different program if you had the chance?
1: Um uh, I I would probably have taken up the same course. Uh but maybe um I would uh I would have taken my uh, finance courses more seriously if I were to like do something differently, uh, because uh, uh, finance is the language of business. Uh, it, it because it because it was I only had like two or three finance subjects at that time, so. Uh, that, the focus wasn't so much there but they were so they were so crucial that eventually when i started working like the concepts the frameworks that I, that i learned came back when i started working so i was like huh this sounds familiar um so yeah the uh, that's the, the only thing i would change taking the same course but like having an extra focus on the on the quantitative
0: This is some of the development that Arthur went through in college. This has prepared him to not only be a great professional, but also a professional that loves his job.
1: Since I started working, there will always be a new trend about the emerging consumer, maybe usually the younger ones. So there is a version of that in 2007. There is a version of that in 2012. There is a version of that in 2021. Um, I'm not surprised that there is one, but I am surprised with the version all the time. Uh, yeah, I'm always surprised with what that version is of the key insight on the young generation, called by different names, right, depending on on which era it was uh, it was actually discovered yeah Uh, surprising because the nuance is really the nuance per generation is quite different attention span this one the life motivation is the biggest difference usually Um, what makes that generation happy Uh, although there are common themes there are like nuances that that to me are very surprising um of course in the, I don't think it's it applies to everyone in that generation, but the fact that those nuances exist uh, is quite surprising for me like uh, is it my my in my generation like uh, finishing college is like a big motivation. I'm not saying it's not relevant now, but, uh, I think the young generation now has a plethora of options to choose from.
0: When asked to talk about a proud moment in his career, Arthur enumerated not one but three great moments. I really like you to share a a moment in your in your career that you're really proud of. Really, really proud of.
1: Hmm. Um. Maybe I'll cite three uh anyway they'll be fast uh the first one was uh i think uh, the first one was my last uh olay campaign um because uh i'm a big fan of the miss universe uh pageant and uh, it was fortunate that at that time during my last campaign i had uh, a miss universe endorsing my brand um it was a uh, i mean it's it's been that was 2015 so that was 2016 when when pia 2015 when the awards back won and then we got her as endorsed in 2016. Uh, it was a good time for the brand to to revive the brand image appeal to a younger audience segment and uh, really drive the beauty credentials and as a beauty as a Miss Universe fan it's re, it's the last time Philippines won was 1973. so just that perfect uh, intersection of a big campaign, Miss Universe coming from the Philippines, having management approve that recommendation coming from me was like a something I was proud of. Uh, perfect intersection of work and things I don't like to do outside work. The second one I could think of uh, would be um having uh, having my direct reports getting promoted uh, i think the other part of being uh, a manager is not just about uh, building the business or delivering my business results but it's about helping others reach their dreams and full potential also so i think there's one big chunk of career achievements for me when someone when a direct report gets promoted or moves to the roles that they've been aspiring to go for or something controversial when, when someone actually resigns when a, a former or a current director resigns because he or she wants to pursue a personal passion uh, and some, that's something i am really proud of the third and last one would be my current assignment uh, which is uh uh being group media director for BNG japan um it's uh Something I I am proud of because it's something I really worked hard for. Uh, really asked I uh, uh, when when I was asked on possible what I would want as possible career options, uh, it was something that really came to mind and something I really actualized and told uh, told the company um, because of. Uh, Two things, the breadth of experience from a work standpoint that I will gain in the country. And the second one is uh, it's, it's one of, if not my favorite countries uh, to, to visit previously and eventually live in.
0: As you go about your academic life, take a page from Arthur's experience. Don't let new environments change the core of your being. Arthur said earlier that he was inclined to quantitative approaches and had possessed an inquisitive nature from early on. Um, are these things that uh you think would have you think would have increased your employability uh way more?
1: Yes, but not necessarily. Uh when when someone uh, is being interviewed, when someone is being interviewed uh, for for any job opening and, and by the way I am a qualified interviewer so I, I've been interviewing for the past five years. I I I I don't think uh like being a lot having lots of internships or or having uh a lot of experience in competition per se would determine your success but it helps in terms of how you conduct yourself during the interview, meaning um, the way you think, uh, how you analyze, how you lead an organization, how you collaborate with others. Those are things that are crucial during an interview, right? Um, And that is shaped by all those experiences. Uh, so, So, yes but you have to really make use of the of the time that you are in those internships uh in competitions or even joining or leading organizations so these
0: these competitions they they really um shape how you what you say in the interview
1: they will help they will help you uh they will help you frame your thoughts they will help you drive your thinking they will help you do your analysis they will help you develop your leadership. Uh, it It gives you that ability to navigate complexity.
0: He only went through two internships before eventually settling down at his current company. Arthur did use his internship periods to form the foundations of his career. Earlier, are there any significant lessons that you learned in internships or college that you abide to this day?
1: Uh, the the first one is uh, intellectual humility uh you there are things that you that when you come in as an intern that you never know until you uh, analyze and see the and learn more about the business same goes as you hi- go higher in the company as you change roles you one needs to, Always have that intellectual humility that you don't know everything. Therefore, you need to learn from others, do your own analysis, and really immerse yourself in the business. Um, The second lesson is on collaboration. Uh, It is rare to find someone being successful in corporate because he did everything by himself. you whether you are an intern or a brand manager or a director or or a ceo you you will always need uh the collaboration uh uh as you work with others uh you will always need to influ. there will always be a need to influence people especially if you are working with smart people also um, everyone would have an opinion, so you would, you would need to find that way to bridge and like understand how your vision intersects with someone else's vision. And the last is uh, working smart. Uh, and take note that I didn't use working hard, it's really about working smart. Uh, because uh, there were the, I mean, just like in school, right? You will always have a lot, you you will always have several uh, obligations, Uh, therefore you will need to prioritize which ones would be crucial to deliver uh, your requirements, your business, and you really need to say no to some.
0: Take full advantage of the internship. Arthur saw his internships as a chance to get practical experience and real industry exposure. What would be your advice for students to have a good
1: internship? To to have a good internship, Uh, so the first one is you need to find the the right company and the right role or position uh, that you would want to really go for. Um, Now assuming you, you have that already, uh, make sure that the the, the role itself will uh, develop crucial skills uh, for you to to succeed uh, to learn um, meaning it's not just about performing menial tasks or like uh, doing uh, doing things that are mechanical or manual in nature uh, make sure that there is like, uh, crucial thinking component uh, in the internship. The second one is when you are in the internship, because you're an intern, you actually have the license to ask all the questions, no matter how you find them. They call it stupid, but there are no stupid questions, I believe. So just ask and ask and ask. You are an intern. You have the license of being the newest person, the youngest person. So go ahead and ask. Even if it's the most senior person in the team or the organization, go ahead. They won't take it against you. The third one, and this is usually the miss of uh, some interns, of a few interns. Be very clear on what the deliverable of the internship is. Uh, Is it an analysis? Is it an actual project going live? The question you need to ask: By the end of the internship, what do I, What would I need to deliver? If that is not clear, then uh, you may have a half-baked internship, or you would have. You may find it difficult to maximize the whole experience.
0: The world has been on new waters for over a year now, yet everything still seems surreal. Try to look outside and take in the view every once in a while.
1: So what else do you think students
0: should prioritize to get most out of their college journey? Especially online platforms are now taking to Anupo classes.
1: Um I I think college students now I don't think there will be a question of like really study of studying hard or like uh, working hard I said working smart maybe for me the bigger part is challenging yourself to detach yourself from school is the biggest one Uh, for your own mental health Uh, it was it's easier face to face eh Because when you're in school and you're with your peers right after class, take a break. Even if you're all tired, you're in the same space, you're in the same room. You can talk about it. You can decompress together. Maybe have a drink if you're above 18 or 21. And that support helps you thrive and get through the difficulties of college. But when you're alone at home, that is that environment is not there anymore. By the way, it also applies to the workplace. That environment of having that physical support group commiserating with each and everyone's challenges is not there anymore. So ako, I, I wouldn't even push for studying hard. For me, it's about how to get a life outside of uh, college, like decompressing, Uh, de-stressing, exercising, doing hobbies, sports, I don't know, reading a book, or if you're into writing or baking, just doing something else.
0: Arthur chose to go down a path that would see him stay true to his quantitative and inquisitive identity while also giving him the license to get creative with communicating to an audience he chose to go down the path of telling stories with the use of numbers. There is a pattern you can see between his own identity and the career he has developed for himself. A part of how he got to where he is today is through the maximization of internships and the boldness needed to ask questions and learn from people around you. So, at your next internship or learning opportunity, what questions do you hope to ask and what sort of impact do you seek to create? Meeting the World is made possible by a team dedicated to increasing your confidence in your future. This episode was produced by Neris Cinco, Gwyn Alforte, and yours truly, Malakai Feliciano. We'll see you on the 15th. Bye-bye.